0: yeah, <laughs> oh, like, I'm like, i like, like a, a little de- <laughs> ID episode four season three we're back in this thing man took a little hiatus but we back man at the illustrious Long Island podcast studio come book a session um so we in here it's just me today Brunel is like he's celebrating his birthday so when you hear this go say happy birthday to Brunel go buy him a drink or something I don't know go buy and put money on his uh StockX account or something I don't know so I'm here, I'm joined with a very special guest, one of my loved ones, somebody I, I really fuck with, one of my best homies, one of my biggest headaches, booking her was like booking Beyonce, <laughs> but Kai, the Kai Billers is in the building. You're... Yo, how you doing Kai? <laughs> I'm how you doing, doing fantastic. Today? How was your day?
1: Today okay. was actually a pretty good day. Sometimes
0: you gotta ask people like, "Yo, how just how was your day?" Absolutely, you know I mean? it's so
1: important just to check in I on people. Like,
0: I feel like sometimes people just jump in what the, they need you for. And I'm like, nah, how was my day? Actually, yeah, at know? least have the decency. I appreciate it.
1: Right. Thank you so much for having me, though. Let's Yo, start thank there. Thank you for
0: coming on. You know, it's been a struggle. You know, booking this was <laughs> yes, hard. Yes, we <laughs> were
1: going back and forth for a minute. We definitely were. <laughs> we were was
0: negotiating. I was like, okay, how do, how do we make this work? So thank
1: you for being so understanding and no, working with my schedule. I'm no. very, very excited to be of here. Of
0: course. Before we get into anything, let the people know what you do, who you are, where you come from, what's your favorite color. All, <laughs> all that good stuff, that good or, or stuff, right? in between.
1: Uh, So I am what I like to describe as a creative hustler. I do a lot of things and I do a lot of them very well. So first and foremost, I am the founder and CEO of The Last New Yorker and The Last New Yorker is a creative consulting agency that specializes in branding, event curation and music marketing. We officially launched back in March and of this year, and it's really just been an amazing ride to build my own company and be my own boss. And that comes with its own ups and downs, of course.
0: Yes, of course, yes.
1: <laughs> in addition to that, I also dabble a bit in A&R consulting. Um, as you can see, the music is really where my passion lies. I am really driven yeah, for, I, uh, in a <laughs> real way. I'm really driven by it in a real way. And I think we have a lot of conversations that yeah, just really stem from music and are centered around music and the culture which it inspires.
0: Yep. Even with Last New Yorker, I was there ground, ground floor. Yes, like you, the
1: very ground floor. Yo, remember
0: when you was trying to get it launched, you was like, I ain't doing this. You had a Kanye moment. Like, I'm stripping the whole thing, doing it over. I'm yeah. like, yo, Kai, come on. <laughs> yes, with the website, yes, the, website yes, the website has the website.
1: been a label of love, and so we are actually revamping the website again, yes. just because I want it to be, you know, more functional, more streamlined, right. and, um, have Just more content, and yeah, it's, it's, it's always, always time for it's always nice to have a facelift, it's always you know?
0: time to, to, to stay upgraded, you know what I mean? Right, right, and especially get it, it's your shit, so have it the way you want it, you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, like, exactly. You don't have exactly. to compromise anybody, exactly. it's just you, you know what I exactly. mean? Exactly,
1: so. but also something I'm learning is not to focus on perfection but completion, okay, and making sure that we see that through. So we have that coming up uh this month, actually, nice, we're rolling out the new website, and we also have a n- newsletter. Um, so yeah, just, fuck with the newsletter. Yeah, 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 so, yeah so you yeah, get yeah. to stay updated on everything that we have going on because we have, you know, as I said, I'm a creative hustler. I have my hands in a lot of different places, right. and I work with a lot of. Yeah, really Let them know who like,
0: you collab with. Let them know. Let them know your affiliations.
1: Uh, so first and foremost, shout out to 24 Hours and yes. shout out to my girl Goldie Harris. She is absolutely killing it right now. Yep. If you don't know, get familiar. She is leading the creative direction and marketing for EQ Distro, which is Rock Nation's newest distribution platform.
0: That's a, that's a flex. So shout out to them.
1: Goldie is seriously killing it. And, you know, also shout out to my people over at the Gumbo, which is a social club for women in hip-hop, which I absolutely love and adore. Right, right. um, shout-out to Don't Sleep, which is... Oh, yeah, yeah. We're
0: gonna talk about that. We're gonna dive, we're gonna dive into Don't <laughs> yeah, Sleep.
1: Shout-out to Don't Sleep, which is also a uh, premiere showcase hosted and powered by The Last New Yorker. Um, you know, we have some really dope things in stores for that as well. Right. Um, yeah, so shout-out to 24 Hours. Shout-out to The Gumbo. Shout-out to The Collective. Shout-out to my guy, Shaq. Yes. Um, who else... Is out there. I'm sorry if I'm forgetting names. Nah, it's I'm, a, like I'm, I'm sure they understand. Shout out, yeah, it's love, it's love, it's love. shout out to SSID. Shout out to SSID. And shout out to all the artists that I work with and everybody who supports me. It really means a lot to me because a lot of the times when you are on this entrepreneurial journey, a lot of times it feels like you're alone in it. Right. And um, I'm known to be a lone wolf, and that's something that I take on. I, that's
0: for real. You need to get I, the team in. Like, yeah, when I is this last that. year you're getting your team? <laughs> you know, so me that.
1: that comes with the rollout, is the rollout the new rollout of our website. We are actually adding two new members to our team. Okay. Um, that's what I like to hear. So they will definitely get a shout-out in our newsletter, which is coming soon, as I said. Um, you know, shout-out to Trap Villa. Shout-out to my guy, Berg. Um, we just recently linked up, and we're working on something, too. So, and you know what? Shout-out to all of Elmont. Uh, yeah, I fuck, absolutely. I fuck with Elmont. Elmont. always embraced <laughs> yeah. me. Like, he always shout out, me love. Definitely so. shout-out to all of Elmont. You know, I think that we are... Uh, Wakanda in a sense not to be so cliche but we breed a lot of excellence right. namely black excellence and there are a lot of people that I know who are doing a lot of amazing things So all, at, I,
0: all at the same time too right, right. all you at the same man.
1: time and in their own lane and really taking charge and dominating um, so if I didn't get a chance to shout you out, I apologize I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure
0: the niggas understand I'm sure they understand
1: <laughs> but shout out to Elma and everybody that I affiliate but, um, with and that I support I really 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 just want to say thank you
0: as nah, that's well love. that's love. shout out to Omar. but um one of the things you do is this event you have, this little event, you know. Shout out to Don't Sleep, man. Shout
1: out to Don't Sleep. So where,
0: can we talk about the origin of that? Where did the idea come from and what inspired you to have Don't Sleep? And let let people know what Don't Sleep is in general.
1: Oh, absolutely. So Don't Sleep is a premier platform for women in hip-hop, specifically black women. And the true premise of the showcase is that I really wanted to put more women on stages around the country. Okay. So it really began because I had initially pitched this idea to someone who I work with. And I was like, you know, March is coming up. It's Women's History Month. It'd be really dope if we did an all-female curated show. And we really, made, really highlighted mm-hmm. these particular women, especially in New York. And so the people who I initially brought the idea to, they were... Very much on board, but then things, gears switched a bit, and they wanted to go in a different direction, and that kind of fueled me to, you know, think outside the box, and I was like, you know, why does it have to be one show? Why can't this be a staple?
0: This and, be a thing. And
1: this be a series, right. and this be a reoccurring thing. So from there, it really just, like, sparked a fire in me, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this, Um, you know, I have the skill set, I have the connections, I have the air for music, I'm really big on artist discovery, And so I was like, you know what? I think this would just be a great outlet for me as far as creatively. And also, it also could be a call-in card for The Last New Yorker. Because as I said, it's powered through the agency. And we put on the shows. And we work with a handful of different sponsors. Shout out to Produced by Blaze, Jan Blaze. You know, shout out to Moxie 1973, my guy Jules. They help me tremendously when it comes to putting on these shows. So we put on the first show initially in March. And it was...
0: I seen the reception. The reception <laughs> was, was crazy. It was like I, it was, it was all over my Instagram. Yo, I, yeah.
1: it, was, it was.
0: It was that. <laughs>
1: it was such a moment. Like,
0: how did it feel like to put on your first like event? Event, you know what I mean. I feel like everybody's throwing a little something, but like an yes. actual event with sponsors and people that are yes. coming out to see the artists that you handpicked. picked. Like, yes. how how did that feel like?
1: I'm so immensely grateful, like I said before. I'm a very humble person. I'm just immensely grateful for everyone who helped, who contributed, who bought a ticket, who, you know, reposted the flyer, who retweeted, you know, my promotion. Um, All of that, It's, it's a very humbling experience. It's almost like... When you go to dive in the pool and then those few moments while you're in the air before you hit the water and then you hit the water and it hits you and it impacts you, it's like, wow, it's like, it really breathed new life into me and it really showed me that I'm on the right path after I was able, the very first show, I was able to bring four amazing young women together. And three out of the four, they actually went on to form their own relationship. And they have a song together now. They so, have yeah, a posse cut good. together now. And that was because Don't Sleep was a catalyst to that. I didn't encourage them to, you know, get on the, the track together. Actually. It really just happened organically. And that is the whole you know, purpose behind Don't Sleep. So from March, we did that, March 27th, because we tend to do them the end of the month. Mm -hmm. And then we did another one, did a follow-up show in June, and it was like... It felt just as good. It felt twice as good right. because a lot of the alumni even showed up for me. See, that, and, that's dope. and that's just such a good feeling. And it's like I have those relationships with those women, at least in my mind, forever. And, like, we're binded because of that experience, and that's so important to me. And, you know as we progress into the fourth quarter of this year, and then we go into 2020, which is just, yeah. like...
0: Such I can't believe the year's almost over, I honestly. can't believe the year's almost over. It I can't believe fine. we're approaching
1: 2020. Fine. Like, that is insane to me. Um, you know, we really want... Well, I particularly really want to take the platform to the next level. So we have a lot of really dope things Are in store. Are you thinking
0: about um, different locations? you think about touching different oh, cities? Oh, absolutely.
1: So we okay. get an exclusive. <laughs> sure, but, sure. but absolutely. So my plan and... The plan that I'm putting in place now is that I actually want to take Don't Sleep on the Road. So ideally, what I have in mind is that we do a five-city tour and... Don't Sleep as niche-specific. Right. So I, with each show, I make sure to highlight women specifically from that area. So New York, that's it was good. all New York artists. And right. that's my big thing because I got a lot of submissions. I got hella submissions I remember, when I put I remember, this on the timeline. Yeah,
0: I remember you tweeted it out and then... It just, like, wildfire. Yeah.
1: And, you know, it got to a point where I had to, like, mute the tweet. It was tweet. like Snowball, yeah, 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 to mute yeah. the tweet. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't take any more submissions. So, um... Yeah, what I really want to do is, I want it to remain niche specific and I want it to be um, just, like I said, a premier platform that highlights those women in those specific cities. So, we're looking at a five city tour, looking to get that off the ground before the year ends and then into the top of 2020. So, I'm super excited. That's, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. I fuck with that. Thank um, you. Thank
0: you. I was going to ask you uh, what has been some of the challenges in throwing your own event? Like, what is you, what do you think has been the biggest hurdle for you? The
1: biggest hurdle most of the time is taking on that responsibility that I'm going to do X, Y, Z and having to make sure that I deliver on that. And I'm a perfectionist by nature, so just making sure that things really pan out as I had envisioned them. And a lot of the times they don't. And, you know, my last event that I did don't Sleep, the last uh, installment that we did, actually, you know, the venue kind of jerked me. Things have, have you went had issues wayward. with venues? Like, ha- has this Oh, absolutely. Been, uh, you know, thing, when, when I reach out to venues, and I, of course, mention hip-hop, and they see our Instagram and they see what time it is, it'll either be their complete silence or they'll give me the runaround. Yeah. And th- that's, ex- that's also why I wanted to start Don't Sleep because it's like, Hip hop rap music is popular music.
0: It's rap it, is pop is culture. Pop music,
1: yep. So as much as you try to work around it with people like a Post Malone or a Macklemore or whoever, you know, falls into the guidelines of what's acceptable and what's suitable, rap at its core is black culture yep. and we need to keep that in mind. So um I said that to say I created Don't Sleep not only to highlight women in hip-hop and fill that void, but also to make sure that we continue to, you know, propel the culture forward. And so it's rather difficult a lot of the time when I'm negotiating with these venues and they figure out, and, you know, I have to be honest, like, this is a rap show. I don't know what goes through their minds. I don't know really what the thought process is. I can only assume, and a lot of the times when they go, it's radio silence, it's obviously like because like, it's rap. I feel like
0: you a lot of times. A lot of times. I mean, I feel like rap shows in New York has always been had issues. You know.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Had
0: it hip hop police? All that kind of stuff. But oh, I feel absolutely. like.
1: Absolutely.
0: Ever since the whole Troy Ave Tax Stone thing, I feel like it's even been a, a new added layer of difficulty in booking these shows and talk about it. You know, dealing with these venues. So, because I see it all the time, just and other people. You know who throw events from New York, and I see them complaining sometimes. It's like, yo, these venues are just can't you can't work. They with give them. you the runaround, right. but
1: then you show up. And my biggest thing is I underpromise and I overdeliver. Right. So the initial venue that I was working with, our very first show, they were wild just by the crowd that I was able to bring out. Right. And you know we, it's not a big bragging boast, but. We had 75 tickets sold in pre-sales, and that was before the event. And then we had an additional 25 people come out and buy tickets at the door to the point where, you know, the events manager pulled me to the side. He's like, this is amazing. I've never seen this many pre-sale tickets before right. and it's just like did you doubt would that you, you, you were gonna, gonna break bread yeah. with me like yeah. I don't think you It made you
0: seem like they were taking a risk like no <laughs> like
1: did you doubt that we were yeah. gonna pull this off right. so it's it's a lot of things like that it's a lot of having to stay 10 toes down it's a lot of having to prove myself time and time again you know they say you snap once you can snap again and that's a lot of pressure right. and that, that puts a lot of anticipation and expectations on a person. Um, And like you said, I'm a one-woman team at this current point in time, so having to put a lot of this together and really have my vision come to life is probably most definitely the most difficult and challenging part of this
0: do you have do you have any advice for uh, any anybody else that wants wants to put their vision out there the same way trust yourself always
1: trust yourself confidence is key confidence Confidence is is key key, always trust yourself and that's something that i'm still learning to trust myself because when i initially thought of this i was like you know. Who would even come out to this? Do people even care for a concept like this? But then now we're seeing that women are imploding when it comes to the mainstream wave. We have Megan Thee Stallion, we have Rico Nasty, we have Tierra Whack, right. we have Doja Cat. You know, we still have the OGs, Trina, Nicki Minaj. You know, we have City Girls. <laughs> we have city girls, <laughs> We have City girls. girls, we have Cardi. So it's like this is, women have always been relevant in rap, but now they're becoming more prevalent and they are setting a standard of we are here to stay now there are so many styles and differentiations among us for you to choose from now um and i really am learning to stay away from the term female rappers and more just you know women in hip-hop um because but women,
0: the thing is too is I feel like women have always been there, just not oh, maybe not even in the rap, but actually just like outside of that. Like, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you absolutely. always had your Angie Martinez absolutely. and people like that. You know,
1: absolutely. You've always had your Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. You've always had your women shout behind. your Williams. Yeah, shout out to Wendy. She's living her best life. You've always had your women behind the scenes and prominent players who more or less operate like I do now, and you know I just I really wanted to. I really wanted to have leverage in that and really, you know, be a part of that movement. So my biggest advice and my biggest nugget to take away at all from this conversation we're having is to trust yourself, really trust yourself. Because when I came up with this concept of don't sleep, I wasn't sure how it would be received. Mm -hmm. And when I did the first show, I really didn't think that many people would come out. And I told my team, you know, I told Jules, I told Yon, I said, you know, whether it's five people or 50 people, I'm really glad of the work that we're doing and the foundation that we're laying down.
0: You won before the doors even open, honestly. You know what I mean? Right. Just the fact that you have your vision right you see it realized, you know, even right. something that you thought of before other people thought of and now it's here, you know. Right. So you won already before you even started, you know. So
1: Exactly, exactly. And I think and I think what's so funny to me is that when we think of female talent, we always think, you know, we have to add the softer side and the softer aspect with the R and B singers. And I just wanna make it very clear, don't sleep at straight bars. And not to discredit anyone who is in R and B because I love R and B and I so. love music.
0: Loki, I might need an R and B. Don't sleep. I thought <laughs> yeah. like that could be. I a, mean, record.
1: maybe at one point, but like, in the fall, winter, Don't so, sleep you know right I mean? now is strictly bars, and I'm looking for heat. So please right. get at me at T A T K A I M I L L E R. Please hit me up.
0: If that you don't know need um women in rap, yes, please hit me up. Nope. I'm always looking for especially out of town too. I feel all like all over the country. Yeah. I'm
1: looking. You know, um. So hit me up.
0: Definitely, man. Shout out to God, man. Thank All you. All right, so we're going to jump right into the show. <laughs> what are you feeling? What are you not feeling? You've been on, you're a friend of the show. You've been on here before. So yes, you know I absolutely
1: have.
0: Uh, feel, what are you feeling and not feeling?
1: What am I feeling right now and not feeling? Okay, so just off the top of my head of what's trending. Right. Um. I'm feeling Nicki Minaj taking these men to task. There
0: we go. I'm feeling Here it. There we go. I'm not feeling I <laughs> I'm mean, feeling
1: it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling I'm it, feeling but it. I'm not
0: feeling it. I feel like I'm feeling it. It was good to see hear Joe Button get a little bit of his own medicine back at him. You know what I mean? But I feel like the conversation that's come from it wasn't really healthy overall for everybody. I feel like it wasn't healthy.
1: Why do you feel it wasn't healthy?
0: I feel like it wasn't healthy because I felt like it just became a, a a list thing for people. Like, oh, oh, so-and-so's better than this. No, so-and-so's better than that. Instead of... Actually, talking about the real point being made, like I felt like people were more focused on the drama surrounding it than the actual what was being discussed. You know,
1: mm, I have to disagree. I think it depends really? on your timeline,
0: right? You know, I'm on the toxic side of Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> you certainly <laughs> are. I'm on the toxic side. I don't know. You certainly are. On I'm the with toxic the bees. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you certainly are.
1: I think more so for me is that Nicki Minaj, as antique filled as she is, as ridiculous as she can be. She deserves the respect that she requests. She deserves that. She has set precedent in this rap game. There was a period in time for five years. I want to say probably even it's a longer, decade. It's probably, 10. it's probably a decade probably 10. where she was the omin- only prominent female rapper. She has set precedent in that. Right. And she deserves to be recognized for that. And I think that we forget that a lot of the times because her antics you know, precede her reputation. You don't, think that,
0: you don't think that takes away from her legacy, though? Some of her antics?
1: No, because we allow men to do the same but thing. But I feel like
0: people get criticized for that.
1: No, they do, but then you guys forget about it and you go back to saying how, that, how XYZ so. male rapper is your favorite rapper. I don't
0: think so. I feel like certain things you do stick with you. Like, I think, for example, I like to bring up Game, right? I feel like everybody knows Game is a great rapper, right? But I feel like the reason he's not on anyone's top ten... Ever, because I think Game has a lot of classic projects. He's given us a lot of stuff for, like, almost 15-something years, right? Absolutely. So, like, but I feel like a lot of people don't put Game to the side because of all the craziness he does. You know what I mean? I feel like, and it sticks with him. I feel like it's always going to stick with him.
1: No, absolutely. I agree in that that sense of your comparison. But just take for a moment, like, Takashi, he's fallen out of our good graces, correct? But when he was the topic of conversation, he wasn't behind bars, and he wasn't snitching on his counterparts. He was doing ridiculous-ass shit. Over the top. And people were still like, oh, he's so funny. I'm going to go stream Uh, his music right now. This shit is kind of hard. This bangs. And it's like, it's so funny to me because it's like in the same kind of retrospect Nicki Minaj was kind of trying to ride that wave and be crazy but she is a looked as a crazy black woman. But she also oh. she
0: also was a part of the Takashis. The no, she, she
1: definitely was because you know? she understands the game. I and know. I don't think that's necessarily why we should praise her. I'm saying overall, oh, yeah, overall. the president uh, yeah, Nikki, that she Nikki, said Nikki, that she is, said Nikki's she deserves one. her respect. Yeah. I'm not a Barb stan. I'm not the big biggest Nicki Minaj fan by far I don't even really listen to her albums but I understand what she's saying and I understand why there's a reckoning that needs to be had it's like listen and she's absolutely correct you know she can't even gloat about her accomplishments in the same way that a Jay-Z or a Cardi can or whoever can about selling any amount of records it's always like Nicki really why are you bringing up that old shit but it's like I put in this work. What do you mean? Why people, can't I bring the, this up? But
0: those people are still putting out quality stuff. Like but you, you see, know what I mean? I feel you, like I don't okay, feel like factor like quality. But look
1: at what we're doing now. There's always, there's always what's the word I'm looking for? There's always a sidebar to why. It's always Nikki did XYZ, but it's always because she's a complex Nikki, person within hip hop. Nikki no? da 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 da. But
0: why are there so
1: many buts and oh and ifs and all these other things? Like Mm -hmm. when it comes to speaking on her legacy, she still accomplished these things regardless of how she went about it. And I I think we're missing the bigger picture of what she's saying. She cannot live out her legacy or relish in her legacy because so many people want to detract and take away from that because they like to pull back the goal they like to push back the goalposts. It's oh well she didn't do XYZ and then she does it. But, but it's they, like but then it's that's not exclusive to
0: Nikki though. That's not exclusive to Nikki.
1: She didn't da da, da 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 it's I feel like there's just it's so much of pushing back of the goalposts people, with her and I don't understand why. People
0: do that. People, but she's. That's not exclusive, to Nicki. That's if you if you're a top rapper, you're a top artist. That's gonna happen. Look at Drake. You see that Drake has been the number one record for a decade, right? They still weren't. Oh, you don't have a classic album. Pusha no, T, ab- when the greatest no, Rappers... No,
1: absolutely. Damn, you always
0: talking about absolutely. coke.
1: Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But Pusha T can belittle Drake for however long as he wants to, and people will still rave about Pusha T. Nikki can't get involved in any type of beef without that detracting from her legacy. That's right. my point. Right. It's that these men have more room and space, and I'm glad you brought up Pusha T and right. Drake, because Drake is filled with antics. Right. And the... Bullshit that he does and how he moves and operates and I commend him. But he him. still
0: gets. But he gets. People still take away from who he is because of those antics. No, stuff. absolutely. But you, know what you what
1: I mean? still buy his music and you still praise Drake. Drake's
0: music has been good. But, <laughs> like, okay, you, know you can I mean? say
1: that. But I mean, you know,
0: what was the last it, Nicki it, song that resonated with you?
1: I love Chung Lee. That shit was good. Okay, okay. I love that. I loved Barbie Dreams when she was in that bag. Right. I love that and the clips that I've heard of her remix of Pot Smokes, Welcome to Sounds the Party right. Sounds right. she's Sounds back right. in her shy right. rack bag I like when she's in that pocket like I said I don't buy Nicki Minaj albums I'm not here for the albums I think when it comes to her albums she needs a better a and yeah. she needs a better creative director yeah. because nothing is ever seamless and cohesive across the board that I think is Nicki Minaj's biggest has,
0: fault. I think she kind of has Ciara syndrome like stop trying to with the popness yes, bro. Yes I
1: think she has Ciara syndrome I think she has a song. Ashanti syndrome. I think a lot of the OGs in this game, especially particularly like the black women OGs, like a Nikki, like a Ciara, like an Ashanti, a lot of the times they throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks. And that is something that I've noticed across the board. Instead of being cohesive, if you know, if Nikki had given us a record. That was filled with bangers like Chun Li and Barbie Dreams, where she was in that pocket. Mm-hmm. That would have been fire. I also,
0: I think it's what also hurts her is I feel like it's the lack of collaboration throughout her reign. I feel like she's kind of isolated herself. In no, a way.
1: absolutely. But you know? once again, I think that goes back to what she was saying: the men being involved in women's business and fueling a lot of the bullshit that has prevented her from doing that.
0: As in, as in, as, in, to
1: as in, you know, most clearly the motorsport controversy. Joe Budden and academics completely set that off, and they ignited that flame. They set that right. off with the whole con- you know, the conspiracy theory and how Nikki wouldn't know that Cardi B is on the record. Let's be clear, Nikki says a lot of outlandish things. Right. But I highly doubt that Nicki Minaj didn't know who was featured on a record that was originally brought to her. Come on, y'all.
0: Right, right. She she probably, she knew Come Cardi was on that. yeah. But do you but the thing is, do you think she was taking shots on that song?
1: My thing is, I think rap is a sport and i think you should always take a shot
0: see, you see, should always see, go for I'm the saying. jugular see but that, that's that's contradicting because it's like if rap's a, con- it's a comp- competition and she's going at cardi you can't get mad at people f- for feeling that because that's what you're. You but know what I, I
1: mean? mean, when when Kendrick hopped on Big Sean's song and came at every nigga in the game, and
0: people still felt like right, no,
1: people still revere Kendrick as one of the greatest lyricists of do, this but, time.
0: But they don't, they don't take that away from Kendrick's legacy. You know they what i They don't, and that's my point. They, they shouldn't. They, the thing and is, that's they, sh- my they don't. Point. They shouldn't because, like, the thing is, like, it's cool. It's cool when when men have. Competition, right? But like when women do, it's always. I feel like it's always a little bit. They try to blow a little bit more over the top. But I feel like that's Nikki, It's been Nikki's ego as well. Her egos play the part.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like but she's, she's been.
0: She's been a hater.
1: But she's also. She's, I don't. I don't necessarily think she's a hater. I just Nikki's think she's an OG in the game, and she is asking. Not even asking. She's demanding her respect. All right. And and I think a larger part of this, if we're going to go in the next topic, I just think right. the larger part of this is when you initially said. Was not necessary for how she delivered the message? A lot of times, it's not about the delivery. It's the fact that you're stating what you have to say. I feel too often... Too often in hip-hop, we expect women to... we, we There's so many respectability, respectability politics when it comes to women in hip-hop. Right. No, you cannot be seen as a serious rapper, Meg Thee Stallion, because you're always shaking your ass. Right. You have too much sex appeal, but then she fucking marks a freestyle, right. and she puts that to rest. No, Cardi B, you cannot be seen as a Grammy-winning lyricist because you don't write your own rhymes, but she still has that trophy in her home, right. and she's still pretty what I think is actually a really great body of work for her debut yeah. album. I think Atlantic book we- great
0: songs for Cardi.
1: But listen, regardless, not, regardless, game, regardless of the fact, yeah. it's too many respectability politics, and it's too much nitpicking when it comes to women. And I feel that we hold women to a higher pedestal than we do men in this rap game, especially when we have bought into a whole subcategory of rap, quote unquote, mumble rap, and we've let artists like that thrive. I just feel like we need to take a a bit. We need to take a look at the bigger picture. We really do.
0: But just is, I feel thing. like I feel like a lot of these the mumble the mumble rap thing is always weird to me because the people they always claim to be mumble rappers aren't really mumble rappers like they say uh, Uzi is a, a mumble rapper no Uzi to a
1: degree he Uzi is. be rapping though to to a degree he is but if you really with, have been following if you've really been following Uzi then yeah. you wouldn't say that I don't agree that yeah. he is, but to a degree I can understand why you would say that
0: yeah I feel like I guess mumble I don't know how they describe because I, I feel like Honestly, mumble rap Young, is Young Honestly,
1: Thug, Young Thug is kind of a mumble it's, rapper.
0: It's, I don't it's, think so.
1: I think it's the flow and the melodies that they create and just really jumbling words together. I think it's
0: more the image. He looks like... Because a lot of times they like, oh, he looks like a mumble rapper, but he's not. One. I think
1: that's a part of it, too. I think you know? it's a very layered thing, but...
0: I feel, like if you, I feel like if it's not boom-bappity, I feel like people, oh, that's mumble rap. But I don't think... I, uh,
1: I can't necessarily say that. Say, some people say... Some people. Most of the
0: people like, are like, all right, if it's not boom-bappity, then it's mumble rap. If no, you're a younger I'm artist, kidding. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weirdo shit, man.
1: I think, nonetheless, I'm feeling like I still Nikki, think
0: Nikki's a hater, though. Because remember the whole Travis Scott thing? That was some hater shit. I
1: don't think it's hater shit. I think... That was hater shit. No, that's some Khaled shit. No, I don't think it's hater shit. She brought to light a very important thing. Album bundles.
0: That would be cool if she wasn't doing it, too.
1: No, but she did, and she was showing the clear distinction in how certain sales didn't go towards her album but it did for Travis I think a lot of the time the message is lost in her delivery that is the biggest thing delivery is key bro no delivery is key when you're a woman not when you're a man
0: not when you're a man All not when you're a man
1: not when you're a man man. you guys listen to the Joe Budden podcast and listen to him scream his head off and then you turn it into memes and you think it's funny and you be like this nigga Joe Budden is, is is, you know, he has such in a great same, perspective. In the same
0: <laughs> respect, but when Nikki was talking about To Freedom, that was a meme. You know what I mean? No, meme? it is. You absolutely. I
1: love that she's doing Cream Radio because I think I don't, she I, has the.
0: I don't like Cream Radio. You know why I don't like Cream Radio? I think
1: she has the skills for being on oh, a radio just ra- show. The radio yes. portion yes. is good. Like I, her
0: just talking. Yes, I think good. she has
1: the cadence and everything. For she that. could really,
0: she really wanted to transition to that Wendy Williams. No, back, absolutely. She could do that. And
1: I'm glad that she's showing that other side of but her. But my
0: problem is, is like, I don't like how it's only her music, bro. Well,
1: I mean, it's her radio show. That,
0: but any other artist on Apple <laughs> Music, they're playing other... Like, you look at now the track list, it. it's like...
1: But it's Queen Radio.
0: I, I, get, listen, I don't like it, man. you gotta
1: respect... You, you kiss the ring.
0: No, you don't have kiss to kiss the, the ring, ring. Kiss <laughs> the ring. You don't have to kiss I'm the ring. I'm feeling
1: that. I'm feeling how she left a lot of her fucks in 2018. And she said, this is what it is. And this is how I'm coming with it. And this... and." And I think the bigger thing that I feel we're missing is she is in c- control of her narrative. For the first time in a long time, I've actually yeah. seen Nikki in control of her narrative. So that's why I'm feeling it. Right. Overall, I respect. You got to salute that. I respect Anybody who's
0: taking control of their narrative, you got to right. salute.
1: I respect 100%. that she's taking control of the narrative. And I respect what? that she's taking these men to task. And I just, I think we have to look at the bigger picture.
0: That's fair. All right. We'll agree to disagree on <laughs> we'll Nikki. We'll agree to disagree. All right. So what are you, what are you not feeling?
1: not feeling I gotta be honest everybody who knows me knows that I love Jay-Z that is my guy oh yeah but um, I'm not really feeling this NFL part. I gotta call ISO
0: on Hove man um <laughs> Yo, what are we doing, beloved? <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> what, are, what we... are
1: we doing? You know, I've been talking to a lot of my friends about. It. I'm actually texting my guy, yo. Shout out to yo, DJ Booth, and just amazing. Oh yeah, overall. shout out to DJ Booth. I feel yeah. like DJ shout Booth. out to DJ Booth as well, and just um, you know the whole team over there.
0: What's up with your boy Hov, man? So, Did you take off the Rockefeller chain? I do. Or is you still a on? Chain? <laughs> <it> I'm so <laughs> done with is, you. Is it still on, y'all?
1: Van swears that I should have a chain at this point, and it's she, not she's even empty. I really do. I. You know, my appreciation for Jay-Z is a very layered thing. I admire his lyricism. I admire his business acumen. And I admire what he represents for the black community. But in that, there also comes responsibility. And there comes a need for critique. And with this NFL partnership, it's, it's very vague. And we don't know all the details. But I have... Read into it because I'm a bookworm and I'm a nerd, and I read deeply into it. And I viewed the press conference that he had on Wednesday at Rock Nation, and it really just puts a really bad feeling in my stomach. It's not right. He, it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel right. And seeing him posing and laughing next laughing to Roger, at,
0: good, fucking Dell, bro. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, love hove, but this one ain't it, man.
1: This one. Ain't this one, ain't, one
0: ain't, it. ain't it. And it's like this one ain't it. I, I, The thing with Hov, he's always been extremely calculated in everything he does. So I'm hoping I'm wrong. And then it comes out that like he's maybe he's just infiltrating the system to get what he needs done.
1: But, you know, even in that, man, I was thinking about that. Like, you know, maybe this is a bigger power power play and we don't see the chess move just yet of him becoming the first black NFL league owner. And um, the thing with that is because he's kind of sideswept Kaepernick in this, when he was, you know, a break, a big advocate for cap
0: Wearing his jersey on SNL. Wearing his
1: jersey on SNL. Was fiercely critical of the NFL, you know.
0: Even Travis Scott. Man, when Travis Scott went into, was yes, performing, was he was critical, like, don't do that. Was criti- we'll yeah. get to that in a second.
1: Right. Was critical of Travis Scott. And, you know, um, in the past few years has shown us that he wants to be more invested in social justice. Right. Um, the thing that kind of is just so ironic to me is that during the press conference and in a few stories that I've read and, you know, I've actually watched and I know what he actually said. I confirm these quotes. He more or less is saying, you know, we're past the point of kneeling. Um, we want to take the protest further and this isn't about Kaepernick having a job because he didn't initially initially, initially kneel because of that he kneeled to shed light on injustice but my thing is this oh when you really think about it and a lot of people are saying why did Jay-Z have to consult with Kaepernick Kaepernick didn't consult with him for his lawsuit and you're right but think about this for a second The reason that Jay-Z's even in that room is because of Kaepernick, when you really think about it. The NFL has had a dark cloud over its head since 2016, and since they blackballed Cap out of the league. And now they are putting this prominent black man as the face of their new initiative, you know, to kind of win over us, the black community. And
0: it's so so disheartening, bro, because it's fucking hove, bro, like you know right. what I mean? It's like they're right. using jay Z probably the greatest rapper pipe, right. a lot of people one favorite of the art. biggest
1: honestly the biggest icons in the black community right now mm-hmm. of this generation,
0: especially in rap, especially, especially
1: in, in rap. rap, you know, and
0: then you use him in the guise of social justice to really take the pressure off
1: off you, you off from you. actually doing the real work,
0: right, a hundred percent and because- it's like. I don't get it, man.
1: I don't get it either. And it's like, we don't know the full details. But it's like, either way you slice it, even if he becomes the first black NFL and I don't think owner he can, of a team. Can, I don't even think he can do that just off the Rock thing. Yeah, Or whatever a commissioner or something. whatever, whatever. You know.
0: It was a money grab, I feel. It, it was, was a money grab. It was
1: ultimately a money grab. And, you know... We know this. If you're a true whole fan, you know that. jay buying your flipping. Is, is a true capitalist. We know this. He's the first. Buying a he's a first black billionaire. And my honest opinion, billionaires shouldn't exist. Right. Um. You know. But with that said, I think it just, it just goes to show that. Um. He even said it. You live long enough, the people you idolize become the people you hate. You right, know. Right. Right. You live long enough, you become the villain.
0: And I and I'm not going to write quickly Right off Hope cuz no, like, he's done like, not. a lot of great stuff cause Absolutely not. You know, but it's just really disappointing when you see somebody who's always preach and especially in the later part of their career always preaches there's a bigger picture, this is right. bigger than us but then to right. go for the immediate cash grab of this is is right. super disheartening like Absolutely. Well, all right, you're going to put a few more black people on the halftime show.
1: And like, you know, okay, you're okay. going to donate all these dollars to these organizations, but why do you think... And, like, I get it. I've seen all of the different defenses of it on Twitter. Oh, man. People are um, doing,
0: like, gymnastics. They are really to doing defend.
1: gymnastics trying to defend this. And I haven't seen any solid argument defending this. Right. Um, but it's like, yes, the NFL is a huge platform, and I get it. But it's like, why do you think the NFL even gives a fuck they, they <laughs> don't. to right the wrongs of how this country is dealing with black America they don't. when, in fact... You know, the NFL was bred out of that same racism,
0: and it still is. Even it like, still even is like, to this day. Like, I always tell people, the NFL has the worst players' union of any sport. Absolutely. So these guys are risking risking their body more than a lot of people in other sports. Their
1: brain CTE, all that. that. stuff. Because
0: you know what it is, NFL players they're they're bred and brainwashed into oh the ideology oh it's bigger than the team this is for the team team is bigger than me right and i think that's a dangerous thing to put into young people's minds because you grow up into that and you sacrifice yourself for all these years and you look back you really don't have anything from it because a lot of these guys are going broke they have brain damage you know what i mean i feel like that's why i feel like other sports is just is so much better for young people because like even basketball like they teach you yo you're the shit protect you win at all costs, basketball. But protect you. I just feel
1: like there's just more ownership. Yeah, the NFL. I feel like you're really just a pawn look and a at, puppet. At,
0: look at LeBron, LeBron James. James and Rich Paul.
1: LeBron James. In two days, <laughs> they got the
0: they got the NCAA to flip to, to completely reverse the, those
1: criteria of the sports age. Suppose what
0: they doing, and then got the league. LeBron was like, "Man, I'm tired of playing late." You know what they did? League did they pushed up the games? You know what I mean? <laughs> LA games aren't gonna be on at they ten 30. ten could, thirty.
1: They could set the markers, I feel more in basketball. But the thing
0: is I feel like the thing with NFL players is like they're they're so willing to compromise just to appease. There's so much appeasing going on. Oh,
1: absolutely. And it's
0: I feel like you can't you can't do that when it's your body, absolutely. when it's your legacy.
1: Absolutely. And you know, furthermore on the whole Jay Z NFL thing, we don't know all the details. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I really don't see how this could be beneficial. To fighting social injustice. Okay, they gonna,
0: I feel like they're just gonna throw a few more bucks into the Exactly, know I, I mean? said and Throw then a then few more bucks into
1: organization it. and that's it. From I, a commercial hub. Yeah, I don't know why the NFL and, would be a driving vehicle for social change. I don't know why. I don't know why. And, you know, just. Get
0: in their fan base too. Right. If we really, you know what I mean? Right. They're gonna see and, that and change the channel.
1: And I think the overall thing for me is for all those whole fans who are just like you and I. There's nothing wrong with being critical of someone that you admire. That is where real growth lies. When you can tell someone who you see as a leader in our community, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. No. Because he, he's cognizant. He knew that there would be backlash. He's absolutely no aware was. of this. Um, you know, and even... How it's so muddied over whether or not he consulted with Kaepernick because one side says yes, the other side says absolutely not. That did happen. I'm going to believe the
0: person that says no. Like, yeah, I'm
1: going to believe I'm, the person like, that said no because yeah. they have no reason to lie. Yeah,
0: they have no. Um, they, don't have a, they have a dog in the fight, but it's not as big as whole. Exactly. You know
1: what I mean? So you know, I I just really want all the whole fans out there to just really think from an objective point of view and how this makes you feel because. I and Van knows,
0: and all my friends know.
1: I defend Jay Z up, and down.
0: up. Said, up said, and down. I said, I said, I said, Nas was that guy. I jumped out of my throat, bro.
1: <laughs> up and down, and <laughs> this time around, y'all, I really. I,
0: is it fair to say Nas won? Nas won. You get one Nas won. <laughs> I,
1: I couldn't. I couldn't really defend him this time around. So yeah, I'm not really feeling it. The up. most
0: dangerous thing is you're not just getting hold for this. You know, you're getting a little bit of Beyonce too. Because right. you know she's going to be at the game. She's going right. to be next to him. But, you
1: know, like I said, it talks to the bigger point of who they are. They're shrewd capitalists. They, Beyonce just put out a 22-day vegan diet in the same diet in which she is noted as saying in her documentary from homecoming i'm right. starving right right and she is she is regurgitating this and packaging it up for her fans like this is how i got skinny you know it's it's, it's the dangerous. same game but in a different way you it's know? dangerous
0: man super
1: dangerous so i just think we need to be more mindful of who we idolize we need to be critical of those same people and we really need to a lot of the times look at the bigger picture
0: absolutely all right, so my my feelings and not feelings are pretty quick this week. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling all the frat and sorority slander I'm seeing on Twitter. Oh my god, yo, y'all! So Van out, really feels a type of way shout about out. those organizations. Shout out to my boy uh, Mac and Sweet Jones, Keith on Twitter. So he posted <laughs> a, a meme of uh, Kamala Harris locking niggas up, and on that picture is her the aka shield and logo, whatever, whatever the akas have. So a lot of them, them been in his mentions all week, like viciously within his mentions, just going off on them. He's fighting back on every single one of them. He has not stopped to You it. it's it's been so funny seeing how far people will go for these organizations. And it's hilarious to me. I think. See, the thing is for me, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disrespect, I'm not disrespecting anybody's organization right now, right? But
1: because they will come for your ass. I, I don't give a be. fuck.
0: Yeah. Fuck off. But the thing is for me is like. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, for me, it's like we gotta be real about these fraternities and sororities and the process of getting in them and what they really truly stand for.
1: I don't think we're ever gonna get the truth.
0: We're never, cause I feel cause like you
1: take an oath when you enter
0: that. Yeah, it's it's joining. <laughs> the funniest tweet I've seen all week is somebody said, "Man, I'd rather join the cribs." <laughs> I'd rather join the Crips and join Yo, one of these. Yo,
1: shout
0: it. out to Neighborhood Nip! Happy birthday! Oh yeah, happy birthday to we Nip! of course you. Shout out to Nip! Shout out to Nip, man. But yeah, man, he, he said I'd rather join the Crips and join one of these frats. <laughs> and I felt that, bro, because like you, you get a nice little starter pack release with the with the Crips. Like Crips these guys... are
1: great people.
0: I remember. Oh, I remember <laughs> in colleges seeing these people join these frats and sororities and like the outrageous things they would have to do just to be down. You know. I remember one time, one of my friends, they took him—they kidnapped the middle of the day, and they took his group. They took him, I don't—they took him, like, I think are like, Connecticut and Massachusetts, right? Left him there, no phone, no cash, and they had to get back to Queens.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: And that's what they did. They had to find their way back to Queens.
1: How did they find their way back?
0: Through some, like, hitchhiking craziness, mind you, but it's like, six of them, grown men, and they have to get back, you know, so— and then it was. this, I remember this one girl that was stayed in my building. She couldn't wash for the whole time she was pledging, so she would just be a funky monkey running a around, funky <laughs> a monkey, monkey running around. But she had her colors. She got them colors though. But it's like at what cost? You were just smelly girl for a
1: mm. month. You was just smelly. You were just smelly, <laughs> were just smelly girl. girl.
0: So it's like you really have to. I urge everybody. Like if you plan on joining these frat sororities, really look into like the whole you know, pledging process, man. Mm. Don't be a weirdo. Don't be out here, you know, swapping egg yolks with your fellow oh line brothers. And
1: okay, okay. You're painting a very vivid p- 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 picture it that I do happen. not want to see.
0: And, and on top of that, I'm cool with the line dancing and howling at the moon. Like, oh my <laughs> you God, know what man. I mean?
1: <laughs> Yo, they're really about to I don't come care. I don't. What are they going to
0: do? Write a strongly worded letter to me? Like, okay. <laughs> like, you know. I'm good, but yeah, um, the, the slander man on
1: his fifty shit right now. Yeah,
0: I'm like I'm like fifty when you beef with Floyd. <laughs>
1: yeah. You could be
0: Page out of the Harry Potter book, <laughs> but nah, man, I mean, I'm feeling the slander for them. Um, what I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling the pandering done by these candidates mm. within these. Mm. Like seeing Cory Booker with the Kool Aid line. Just
1: okay. What about Kamala Harris eating the pork chop?
0: Yo. We ain't even eating pork no more, Kamala. <laughs> come on, <laughs> like come, we off that, you know? I'm just tired of the pandering.
1: I've actually never seen a pork chop until I saw that video. I'll be completely really? honest with you guys. Yeah, I've
0: seen pork chops, but like not recently. Like she pulled that mm. out of the vault. You know what yeah, I mean? No. Like
1: I haven't eaten pork.
0: Like I've not eaten pork since I went, went to DC last with Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Matter I of fact, I got something for Amanda in a second, but I we don't do. I
1: haven't eaten pork time. in like. Ten plus it's
0: years. Good. It's good. It's good. I My really
1: don't. Good. I really don't fuck with that. But
0: yes, I'm tired of the pandering. Just like stop it. Like Cory Booker might be the corniest person I've ever. Are you feeling the burn? I'm not feeling the burn either because he's see now.
1: Mm. He's see
0: now. He's very Biden see now. I'm telling you, the only valid, I think, valid choice we have on the Democratic side is Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren,
1: I feel like she's, she's the, really the only person. For the people, she has the
0: person. She's a decent. She's just like a decent person, and she knows what she's talking about. So I'm like. Out of these clowns that we have, I feel like yeah. it's a clear pick, but you know. I like Shorty
1: from um Alaska, Tulsi.
0: She's cool, but she's like she got some weirdo stuff with her too. Yeah, like, she seemed
1: cool like when she checked Kamala, but yeah, she, she bought so- Kamala. But, but then like, Kamala
0: brought up some stuff about yeah, her and it I was forget like, it's like her
1: support of some Middle Eastern leader. Yeah, where, exactly. Yeah, it's it's very it's, a it's very slip. muddy.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like people aren't people are so complex. Nobody is black and white. It's Let's always just some gray. Let's start our own
1: country on Iceland. The,
0: the world is gray. The world is gray. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, I'm moving to Iceland, y'all.
0: Fuck that. I'm going to Africa, man. Like Nas. Yo, Africa's far. <laughs> Africa's <laughs> far. But all right, so we're going to jump right into the watch-along this week. This was Kai's Choice. Yes. We're jumping into a classic by one Missy Elliott- Ludacris, and I think this this might be the one with Trina. I don't know if this is the one really, with Trina. I, I hope really it's the one with Trina. It but it's one minute, man. We're yes. going to jump right in. Yeah, shout Verica. out to
1: Missy. Um, She's getting the, the, video. Vanguard, Van- the Vanguard award. Even though
0: nobody wants to be amazed, but shout out to Missy, bro. I'm
1: watching it for that. Oh, yeah, Shit. watching that
0: segment. All right, let's jump right in. Keep it on the low. Shout out to the SoundCloud sound Snipers.
1: <laughs> oh, that's shorty from Moesha.
0: Moesha? Wasn't she on um Cosby's show, too?
1: I think oh so, but she was on the Show. You Something got
0: it pulling. real.
1: You got this real clear.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, Apple Products. Hey. Shout out to Missy always with the dance moves in her yes.
1: videos. Yes, and she was not skinny. That's nah. why I f with her.
0: She ain't get skinny to like uh workout. I mean not work out. What's that joint called? Work it. Work it. Yup. <laughs> I bought that album. Out. Shout out to Missy. <laughs> Timbo. Look at Timbo. Mickey, Missy got slaps, bro.
1: Just the her mind, her mind is yeah. is wild. Wow. The
0: choreography be crazy. It's a
1: wondrous thing.
0: Yeah, Missy might have the best music videos had a lot of no, absolutely people and rap.
1: And a lot of people like to say how she wasn't sexual in her rhymes. Why are you guys not like she Missy? Was a she just, she was absolutely nasty. It
0: might not be what you was into, but like she, <laughs> she was just, she was
1: absolutely nasty yeah. in these. She had songs called One Minute Man, Work It.
0: Yeah, come on now. <laughs> She talked about shaving her box. On, 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 yes. come on Come on, guys. <laughs>
1: Before the dick appointment. Come on,
0: guys. Contest clues. This
1: you know. gives me total Kill Bill vibes.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You think Missy? I think Missy might be the best female rapper ever, bro. I think it's between her and Kim.
1: I think as far as a visionary, she definitely best Kim. But lyrically, I think it's Kim. It's, Kim. it's, it's That's I
0: think it's one it's one of them, too. Yeah. yeah.
1: But vision visionary visually, like
0: she got the best videos in rap.
1: Absolutely. Like nobody there's touching no her. debate. She I, when I was younger I wanted to be one of the little kids in her videos so
0: bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was it was jamming video. The fits and two be crazy.
1: Yes. The little bellboy boy outfits. Okay, Luda.
0: This is a classic ludicrous verse too.
1: Absolutely.
0: Lucas was that dude, man. Yo,
1: I remember the scene so vividly. He was <laughs> wilding on this <laughs> um, hydraulic bed. I wonder what
0: it was so bad. My <laughs> mom was like, boy, what the fuck is wrong with you? Classic.
1: Make a big splash.
0: <laughs> the Luda. I miss, I miss this Luda. This is before he started getting corny with Mike Moneymaker and shit like that.
1: <laughs> no, he was really rocking on the sleep. I am so dead. And is that was her face?
0: It look like the twins. Yes,
1: it's the twins that be riding running with the Kim the Car- um the Kardashians in them.
0: And the Kardashian slaves? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you hate to sing
1: it. He used to be a video hoe. Now, now look at you. <laughs> Full circle.
0: Now she holds Coley's bags. You now hate look, to see
1: it. Now look at you.
0: Is that tweet. singing?
1: Um, I don't remember.
0: Nikki stay, so. I'm Nikki uh, Missy stay with one of them singers. Look oh, at my
1: the, girl Trina again. Shout
0: out Trina. Trina's top five. I'm,
1: yo, Trina been bad my whole life.
0: She's always look good. I love her verse on here
1: too. Yeah,
0: she's so another classic verse. Three minutes, three minutes, Niggas gotta respect Trina. Like Trina got Trina's top five women rappers. Like yo, absolutely, I, she's top five, bro.
1: Absolutely. I feel she like, is yo. She is just so unabashed and so raw and with
0: it. Got, and she got hits in different eras. Like on Absolutely. the low, on the low key. Shout out, to, shout out to Trina. Matter of fact, after this, we're gonna we're gonna play a little game involving Trina. We're
1: gonna play a little game. Play a little
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> and make a phone call involving <laughs> Trina. Yeah, Missy. Shout out to Missy Beats too, cause like her and Timeline, like Missy always had good beats. I feel like that's why a lot of people was always into no, her stuff absolutely. too. Absolutely. I can't
1: imagine what the arsenal of beats she turned down sounds like. Yeah. You ever think about that? Like all the beats that like Missy Jay... I love all the nah, story. I love all the all stories just hearing down. saying
0: y'all had that beat first. Like what? Right? What?
1: Like what know. would you have sounded like on that?
0: My son Genuine with the straight backs. It's wicked. Shout out to Missy. Well, that was one minute, man. But all right, so I wanna start a segment on the show. Yes. I have a dear friend. Her name is Amanda. Amanda's hey, not too Amanda. cultured. Amanda is the least <laughs> cultured black person I've ever encountered in my life, right? So, what we're going to do, what we are going to do is we are going to call Amanda. Okay. Right? I'm going to call Amanda and see if she knows, if she can name five Trina songs.
1: So, I know I really love your shirt. Shout out to DJ Screw.
0: Shout out to DJ Screw. Shout out to DJ Screw. Let's see if I can reach Amanda and she can. Let's see. Where's Amanda? Why is she not popping up on my FaceTime? I feel away about this now.
1: <laughs> By the way, guys, Van loves the FaceTime. Oh yeah.
0: I'll...
1: He loves he loves the group FaceTime. Yeah, too. I will
0: pull up on anybody, bro. I am the can man. <laughs> anybody can get pulled up on. Why is Amanda not popping up on here? I feel away now. Maybe if I call her on my phone, it'll pop um. You think you think she can name five Trina songs?
1: Um, I have faith. With a little help from Kai Miller. No, Kai, no guy. She guys. will be no, to name no Let her drown.
0: Let her drown. She don't. I guarantee she won't. I I think that's this her? Yeah, this is her.
1: Real friends. How many of us?
0: It's real. You gotta look at niggas numbers. You don't know nobody's phone number by heart. I don't care who you are. You say you do, your are lying. I
1: know my mom and my daddy's that's, that's it. about that's it. In my it. own. And my own.
0: That's it. It's like when they asked Nip the Lauren London number. He said, I don't know. <laughs> She better pick up too. She don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Hello, is, is this Amanda? Yes. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> hey,
1: Amanda. How are you? <laughs>
0: Amanda, I'm here. I'm here with Kai. You're on. You're live on the podcast. How do you feel? How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. All
0: right. So I I started a segment. It's called "What Does Amanda Know About Black People?" You're so good. <laughs> so all right. So on this week's rendition of it. We're going to ask you, can you, know you can you name five Trina songs?
1: Can they also be features that she's on, or it's exclusively a she Trina can record? She do features,
0: because I feel like she doesn't even know that. Name five Trina songs. Okay. Amanda, can you? Uh, no. Can I have <laughs> options? <laughs> no, it's no options. Name five Trina songs. You have to know. Like, name three. Oh, you... oh, oh look, look, look back at me. Yes, okay, girl. Okay, that's one. That's one.
1: That's a, that's vital.
0: Um. Honestly, I don't know. Google's not giving me too much. Why are you on Google? This is <laughs> this is not how games are played, Amanda. You, okay,
1: okay, girl. No, you know this. You one. are cheating live on the yeah. one where she was featured on the Trick Daddy record. She don't that... know who
0: Trick Daddy is. You don't know. who Yes, Trick... I do. Wait,
1: Amanda. Okay, it's a song where she's featured on Trick Daddy record, and it was her like formal introduction to hip hop. Mm.
0: She don't know. She's Googling hard as hell right now. That's why she turned up I'm her kidding. camera.
1: You know
0: what I should have <laughs> this is bad. This but is... we
1: have one. She said look back. This is it. sad.
0: I'm taking with your car, bro.
1: <laughs> no, that's that that really is like the only song. <laughs> but that All is right. the most quintessential song. You can't knock her for that.
0: I, no, I'm knocking her. How you not file five Trina songs? Come on now.
1: I can name three.
0: Everybody can name three except Amanda. <laughs> I mean, Shut up.
1: <laughs> Don't knock her. All right, Kurt. Amanda,
0: love you. I'm going to holler at you. Thank you for participating in What does Amanda <laughs> know about black people? I'm going to holler at you. Thank you, Evan. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and, and that's how we're going to end this this week. It's been real. I appreciate everybody for listening. Shout out to Kai for coming on. Thank
1: you so much for having me. I really All had a great time. Everybody say, I know Amanda's cursing me on that text. Oh, yeah, you Just know right what now.
0: that text was about. <laughs> Motherfucker. You know, you know the vibe. You know the vibe. But, yeah. Sh- shout out to happy birthday to Nip happy birthday to Brunel yes
1: happy birthday Nip happy birthday Brunel shout out to
0: Brunel Um. um Kai, you got anything you want to shout out? A.K.A.'s, uh, <laughs> street names,
1: whatever. <laughs> I just want to say thank you, everybody, for listening. And make sure that you follow me at T-H-E-K-A-I-M-I-L-L-E-R. Tap at the Kai Miller on Instagram and Twitter. Also, make sure you follow my labor of love, Last New Yorker, at yep. Last New Yorker on Instagram and Twitter. As I mentioned earlier in the show, we have a lot of dope things in store, and I would really love for you to join this journey with me.
0: Yep, tap in 100%, man. Without SSID.